0: We're going to discuss some of what Al Imam Ahmed ta'ala, mentioned regarding the principles of the sunnah. How you are to guard yourself from the doubts that the people of innovation, the people of misguidance they bring to you. And how you behave and deal with people. When they come to you and they want to discuss or debate or argue, so we'll take this from the introduction to one of the famous books of Imam Ahmed, and that is the book known as Usul al-Sunnah, the foundations of the Sunnah. In this particular book, Al Imam Ahmed, rahimahullah, said, "Usul al-Sunnah indana التمسك بما كان عليه أصحاب رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم From the foundations of the sunnah, from the foundations of the sunnah, from the principles of the sunnah, something that everybody needs to understand, from amongst them is التمسك بما كان عليه أصحاب رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم to cling on to that which the companions of the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and to cling on to that sunnah the scholars ash-sheikh rabi' hafizahu Allah said khilafan ahli al-bid' fa inma yattabi'un ahwa'ahum wa ya'tamidun al-fasidah أو يزعمون أنهم يعتمدون على لغة العرب أو غيرها من القياسات الفاسدة. This is in opposition to the people of innovation. The people of innovation do not cling on to the sunnah. Rather, they depend upon their own desires. And they hold on to their own desires and they depend upon their corrupt minds and intellects and they claim various types of claims they say we have understood this affair due to the meanings of it in the language or other types of analogies they may make the reality is the people of deviance and innovation They do not cling on to the Sunnah upon the methodology of the Salaf. Instead, their dependence is upon their own desires and upon their own corrupt minds and intellects. That's why the scholars have mentioned one of the great errors of the people of innovation, the people of misguidance, is... The fact that they give priority to their own intellects over and above the texts of the Qur'an and the Sunnah. As they say, or as it is said regarding them, تَقْدِيمُ الْعَقْلِ عَلَى النَّقْلِ They say we give precedence to our intellects over and above the texts. Whereas Ahlul sunnah Ahlus Sunnah, it is our way that we give precedence to what is in the Quran and the Sunnah over and above our intellects. So Imam Ahmad al-Shahrabiyah says, al Imam Ahmad, wa man salafahu min al-Sahaba wa al-Tabighin wa aima al-Islam." فَإِنَّ الدِّينَ الَّذِي يَتَمَسَّكُونَ بِهِ هُوَ كِتَابُ اللَّهِ وَسُنَّةُ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ عَلَيْهِ الصَّلَاةُ وَالسَّلَامُ He says, as for Al-Imam Ahmad and those who came before him from the Sahaba and the Tabi'in and the great scholars of Islam, then all of them the religion which they clung on to, it is the Qur'an and the Sunnah of the Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. وَلَا سِيَّ فِي مَجَالِ الْعَقِيدَةِ In particular, when it comes to the field of aqidah. فَهُمْ لَا يَخْرُجُونَ عَنْ ذَلِكَ انْشَاءَ اللَّهِ وَفِي ذَلِكَ الْهُدَى الْمُسْتَقِيمِ So they do not go outside of that, and within that, within the Quran and the Sunnah, within that is the guidance and the upright way. So notice here, notice how an Imam Ahmad said, from our principles is to cling on to that which the companions were upon. Why did he not mention that our principle is to cling on to the Qur'an and the Sunnah. And then what the companions are upon. Why did he say it directly to the companions? Missing out the Qur'an and the Sunnah, not mentioning them first. Why did Imam Ahmad do that? The scholars they mention. He did that in order to highlight directly the distinguishing factor between Ahlul Sunnah and Ahlul Bid'ah, Because all of the people, all of the groups of deviation, all of the groups of misguidance, if you were to ask them, What do you follow? What is your religion? All of them will say to you, Qur'an, Sunnah, Qur'an, Sunnah. All of them will claim to be following the Qur'an and the Sunnah. Yet the one factor that distinguishes Ahlul Sunnah from Ahlul Bida'i wal Ahwa' is the fact that Ahlul Sunnah Of course, follow the Qur'an and the Sunnah. But, they follow the Qur'an and the Sunnah upon the understanding of the Salaf of this Ummah. The people of innovation cannot lay claim to that. They cannot claim that their methodology is the methodology of the Salaf. They cannot prove that their understanding and their implementation of the Qur'an and the Sunnah is the understanding and the implementation of the Salaf. They cannot. Only Ahlus Sunnah are able to justify their statement that indeed they are following the Qur'an and the Sunnah upon the understanding of the Salaf of this Ummah. And that is what distinguishes the Salafiyun, Ahlul Sunnah. That is what distinguishes Salafiyyah from the other methodologies. They all claim to be following the Quran and the Sunnah. But they do not follow it upon the understanding of the Salaf. Rather, it is only Ahlul Sunnah who follow the Quran and the Sunnah upon exactly The understanding of the Salaf of this Ummah. Hence, That is why, Al-Imam Ahmed, He said here, For salvation, To guard yourself, To protect yourself, What you require, He said here, Is to cling on to the Quran, To cling on, To that which the companions of the Messenger of Allah were upon. And that is, the Quran and the Sunnah, upon that correct understanding of the Salaf of this Ummah, whom they were. Then he says, "Wa ubihim, Aliqtida bihim, al-iktida'u <laughs> bi ashabi Muhammadin sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Wahumul al-qudwa, wahumul al Wayushiru wajushiru ila al-hadith. Alaykum bi sunnati." وصنّت الخلفاء الراشدين المهديين عضوا wa بالنواجذ وإياكم محدثات الأمور. Then he says, we must follow, we must emulate and follow the companions of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, for indeed they are an example for us the companions of the Prophet sallallahu they are an example for us to follow. And he, Al Imam Ahmad, is indicating by that statement of his, the hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa that, alaykum upon you, is to follow my sunnah to cling on to it, وَسُنَّةِ الْخُلَفَاءِ الرَّاشِدِينَ and the sunnah of the rightly guided caliphs uh, عَدُّ عَلَيْهَا بِالنَّوَاجِذِ Bite unto it with your mawla teeth وَإِيَّاكُمْ وَمُحْدَثَاتِ الْأُمُورِ and be warned from the newly invented matters وَكَذَلِكَ يُشِيرُ إِلَى حَدِيثِ الْفِرْقَةِ النَّاجِيَ حِينَمَا أَخْبَرَ الرَّسُولُ also, Al Imam Muhammad is referring to the Hadith about the saved sect, when the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said, In hadhi al-ummah sataftarqu ila thalathin wa sabu'in firqa kulluha fil-nar illa wa'ida." But indeed, this ummah, the Prophet sallallahu said, "Indeed, this ummah will split up into seventy-three sects." فِي النَّارِ إِلَّا All of them will be in the fire, except one. So the companions, they said to the Prophet Who is that? Which one is that? Who will be the ones who are saved from the fire? He said, said, مَا أَنَا عَلَيْهِ That which I am upon, and my companions. In one narration, Ma'ana alayhi On this day, what we are upon right now, this sunnah, this methodology, what we are upon now, what my companions are upon now, that is the methodology to salvation. Thumma qala fi akhar. And in another narration, the Prophet said, that I have left you upon clarity, its night is like its day, and nobody deviates away from it except that he is destroyed. The one who deviates away from that straight path, the path of the Salaf, the path of the Sahaba, the one who deviates and distorts away from that, then he will be destroyed. فَالصَّحَابَةَ So the companions, they clung onto that way. بعض but some people after the companions deviated away. يعني في آخر عصر وكذلك في أوساط عهود التابعين. At the end of the time of the companions, some people emerged who went astray. And during the middle of the time of the Tabi'in, the generation after the Sahaba, there were people who went astray. Then after that, innovation began to spread. فَبَدَأَتْ فِرْقَةُ الْخَوَارِجِ وَالْرَّوَافِضِ الْغُلَاةِ فِي آخِرِ خِلَافَةِ عَلِي رضي الله عنه At the end of the leadership of Ali, the end of the Khilafah of Ali ibn Abi Talib, some of the deviated sects like the Khawarij and the extreme Rafidah, they began to appear, they were emerging. إِلَيْهِمْ عَبْدَ اللَّهِ بِنْ عَبَّاسِ لِيُنَاظِرَهُمْ So Ali ibn Abi Talib sent Abdullah ibn Abbas رضي الله عنهما to go and debate them ثُمَّ بَعْدَ ذَلِكَ السُّيُوفَ عَلَى الْمُسْلِمِينَ كَمَا أَمَرَ بِذَلِكَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ عليه الصلاة والسلام After that the Khawarij, they drew their swords against the Muslims and so the Muslims fought against them and killed them just as the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu commanded. All of the companions were in agreement with Ali ibn Abi Talib to go and fight against the Khawarij. Nobody opposed him in that. Fashahid... اَنَّ فِيهِ The point being, clinging on to the way of the companions, that is where salvation lies. هُوَ سَفِينَةُ It is the, the ship of salvation. You board this ship, the ship of the correct methodology, following the companions, then you are saved. And if you do not board upon it, then you are drowned. لَأَنَّهُمْ شَاهَدُوا نُزُولَ الْوَحِيِّ The companions they witnessed the descent of the revelation upon the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. وَتَلَقَّوْا فِقْهَ الْقُرْآنِ وَالسُّنَّ وَتَطْبِيْقَ ذَلِكَ مِنْ الرَّسُولِ اللَّهِ عَلَيْهِ السَّلَامِ فَهُمْ قُدُوَةٌ And they, the companions, learnt all of this religion directly from the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam they learned all of this religion directly from the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam so they are an example for us wa li hadha salatu wassalam ma ana alayhi wa ashabi and that's why the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said when the companions asked him, who is the saved sect? He said, what I am upon today are my companions. And he said, Alaykum sunnati wa al khulafa ir rashideen Upon you is to cling to my sunnah and the sunnah of the rightly guided caliphs. Then he went on to say, after highlighting the importance of clinging, to the Sunnah. From the foundations of the Sunnah, also, is to abandon innovation. قال الإمام أحمد أصول السنة عندنا التمسك بما كان عليه أصحاب رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم والاقتداء بهم وَتَرْكُ الْبِدَعْ To abandon, to leave all types of innovation. So it is not just that you follow the sunnah, but on top of that, you must abandon the innovations. You must avoid and abandon innovations because within innovations is destruction Wahadi hadhihi al firqa allati waqa'at fi al bid' taw'ada ha aw hadhihi al firq allati waqa'at fi al bid' taw'ada rasul allah sallallahu alayhi bi annaha kulluha fi li annaha salakat subul shayatin so all of those sects that were deviated and astray Then the Prophet ﷺ said regarding them that they will be in the fire because all of them have tread, they have all trodden upon the path of the shayateen. And Allah said in the Quran, وَأَنَّ هَذَا صِرَاطِي مُسْتَقِيمًا فَاتَّبِعُوهُ وَلَا تَتَّبِعُوا السِّبْلِ Indeed, this is my straight path. So follow it and do not follow the pathways that are split And they will take you away Those pathways that are split away from the path of Allah The Messenger of Allah drew a straight line And then he said هَذَا سِرَاطُ اللَّهِ This is the path of Allah. Then he drew lines to the right and to the left of that straight line. And said, These pathways, the distorted ones, he said, at the end of all of them is a shaitan calling you to it. At the end of all of these other pathways, which is away from the pathway of Allah, are the devils calling you to it. الْمُسْتَقِيمِ So whoever abandons the straight path, في عقيدته وعبادته، in his عقيدة أو in his worship، أو فقهه in his فقه، أو ما شاكل ذلك، or whatever else similar to that، سلك طريقا من هذه الطرق التي على كل واحد منها شيطان يدعو إليه. Then that person has gone upon one of these pathways that the shayateen are upon calling you to it. فَالْحَذَرْ الْحَذَرْ مِنَ البداع وَالْضَلَالَاتِ So be warned. Precaution must be taken. Caution from innovation and these misguidances. وَقَدْ حَذَّرَ مِنْهَا رَسُولُ الله and the Prophet ﷺ warned us against all of these pathways, and he said, Man أَحْدَثَ فِي أَمْرِنَا هَذَا مَا لَيْسَ مِنْهُ فَهُوَ رَدٍ Whoever innovates into our affair, something which is not from it, then it will be rejected from him. وحذر رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم أيضا من أهل البدع عليه صلاة والسلام. The Prophet ﷺ also warned us against the people of innovation. The Prophet ﷺ warned us against the people of innovation. تلا قول الله تبارك وتعالى. He recited the statement of Allah the Most High. هو الذي أنزل عليك الكتاب منه آيات محكمات هن أم الكتاب وأخر متشابهات فأما الذين في قلوبهم زيغ فيتبعون ما تشابه منها ابتغاء الفتنة وبطغاء تأويله وما يعلم تأويله إلا الله this ayah. ...recited this ayah, that He, Allah, is the one who has revealed upon you the ayat, or the book. In it are ayat, which are muhkamat, clear-cut. They are the source of the Qur'an. Others are mutashabihat, meaning that they require additional explanation to understand. الَّذِينَ فِي قُلُوبِهِمْ As for those who have some deviancy in their hearts... Then they follow the mutashabih, the ayat which can have multiple meanings to them. They follow them desiring trials and tribulations and desiring their own interpretations. And nobody knows their interpretations, illallah, except Allah. وَالرَّاسِخُونَ فِي الْعِلْمُ as it carries on. So here, the Prophet Sallam is highlighting to us. Highlighting to us. That there are people from the people of innovation, from the people of misguidance, who follow ayat in the Quran, which are maybe ambiguous. The meaning of muhkam and mutashabih is muhkam are the ayat which are clear in of themselves, do not require any additional explanation outside. Mutashabih A ayat which could have multiple understandings. How do you know what is the correct understanding of the ayah then? By referring back to the muhkamat, Referring back to the clear cut ayat. Then putting these other ones into that context. And they will become clear to you what the meaning of these other ones is. But the people of innovation, do they do that? They do not. The people of innovation do not return back the ayat which are mutashabih to the muhkamat Those ayat which could potentially hold multiple meanings. The people of innovation do not do what Ahlus sunnah do. Ahl-Sunnah take those ayat, put them into the context of the remainder of the ayat that are clear and you understand their meanings perfectly. Yet the people of innovation do not do that. They take these ayat which could hold multiple meanings and you need to return them back to the rest to understand them. They do not return them back to the rest. Instead, they keep them separate and isolated and put their own interpretations onto them. Put their own understandings onto them. And then say, that's what this ayah means. And for a person who is ignorant and doesn't realize that this ayah, which could potentially hold different meanings, doesn't actually hold the meaning the people of innovation are trying to give to it, a person of ignorance wouldn't know that. Because they wouldn't know how to take it back and see the context of the remainder of the ayat. So Ahlul that is what they make clear. They return these mutashabih ayat. They return them back to the ayat that are clear-cut. In order to understand the correct meaning of them. Hence the Prophet Sallallahu mentioned these people. He said, Nam, tell her how the Aya while Lamma tell her how the ayah call, for either a teladina yet tabi una matasha behemil, for ula ekeladina some If you see the people who follow the mutashabe. You see the people who are following the mutashabih, then know they are the ones whom Allah has mentioned. They are the ones who Allah is referring to here, so be warned from them. Be warned from them and stay away from them. وَاللَّهُ بَيَّنَ فِي قُلُوبِهِمْ زَيْغٍ يَتَقَصَّدُونَ الْفِتَنِ Those people who have this deviancy in their hearts, then they purposely seek out fitna. They purposely seek out trials and tribulations. فَلَا تَجِدُ إِلَّا وَهُوَ يَتَتَبَّعُ الْمُتَشَابِهَاتِ مِنْ كَلَامِ اللَّهِ أو مِنْ كَلَامِ You will not find a deviant except that they try and go after these narrations or ayat that could be ambiguous because they can then use them to put their own interpretations onto them and confuse the people in that way and that is exactly what the people of innovation and misguidance do all the time these deviants, you hear them quoting ayat, quoting a hadith but they quote Ayat and a hadith where they can put their false interpretations onto them. And that is what they do. They place their false interpretations onto these narrations, onto these ayat, and therefore misguide the people. min Islam. Not only do they falsely interpret the Quran and the Sunnah. But even the statements of the scholars, they will misinterpret the statements of the scholars and they will place their own understandings and interpretations on it to misguide the people saying, look, the scholars have said this and in reality the scholars never said that and they never intended that. وَهَذَا fi al فِي wal-hadith. And this is something which exists, the people of innovation behaving in this way, from olden times and modern times. فَلَا تَرَى مُنْحَرِفًا عَنْ مَنْهَجِ أَهْلِ السُنَّةِ وَالْجَمَاعَةِ إِلَّا وَهُوَ يَتَّبِعُ هَذِهِ شُبُهَاتِ لِيَقْضِفَ فِي قُلُوبِ النَّاسِ الْفِتَنَ مَعَ الْأَسَفِ الشَّدِيدَ the Shaykh says, from olden times to modern times, you do not see a deviated person away from the methodology of Ahlul sunnah except that he follows these doubtful affairs to try and put them into the hearts of Ahlus sunnah to cause corruption, to put these doubts into the hearts of the people, to cause trials and tribulations. The Prophet Sallallahu also warned against innovation in many other narrations. He said, وَكُلُّ بِدْعَةٍ فَهِيَ ضَلَالَةٍ Every innovation is a misguidance. إِيَّاكُمَ مُحْدَثَاتِ الْأُمُورِ Be warned from the newly invented matters. فَإِنَّ كُلَّ مُحْدَثَةٍ بِدْعَةٍ وَكُلَّ بِدْعَةٍ ضَلَالَةٍ for every newly invented matter is an innovation and every innovation is a misguidance. Every innovation, whether small or big, it is a misguidance, no doubt. And you remember, in Sharh sunnah of Imam al-Barbahari, he mentioned that innovations, they begin Small. Innovations they often begin as something very small, but if a person does not take caution, precaution and he falls into those small innovations, then slowly it becomes bigger and bigger and bigger until that innovation has become a huge innovation and the person can no longer drag himself out of it so be warned from all innovations large or small innovations begin small something minor you think it's no big deal but then you fall into it and slowly it gets bigger and bigger so the prophet ﷺ said every innovation big or small is a misguidance وَمَنْ قَالَ غَيْرَ هَذَا فَقَدْ خَالَفَ النص الْوَاضِحْ الْجَلِي Whoever says anything opposite to that, whoever claims there are innovations that are okay, or anything of that nature, then that person has completely opposed the clear texts. The Prophet ﷺ used to say in every khutbah, or the majority of the khutbahs he used to give, (laughs) اما بعد فان خير الحديث كلام الله وخير Hadi هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله that all of the best of speech is the speech of Allah the best of speech is the speech of Allah. And the best of the guidance is the guidance of the Prophet Muhammad. And the worst of the affairs, what is the worst? The newly invented matters. For indeed every newly invented matter is an innovation. And every innovation is a misguidance. هذا fi Sahih Muslim. Min Hadith Jabir. هذه خطبة النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم التي كان إذا خطب بها اشتد غضبه وعلى صوته صوته وأحمر وجهه وجهه كأنه منذر جيش. This is the خطبة of the prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم. When he used to give this خطبة، he used to become angry. And he used to raise his voice and his face used to redden as if he was addressing an army. Due to the danger that innovation presents. And the danger upon the Ummah. it is misguidance. wa هذا مخالف لهذه الكلية عما لا ينتق عن Whoever claims that there are good innovations a hasana And starts talking about those types of things Then they have gone against this general principle The general principle that every innovation is a misguidance Also Imam Ahmad says وَمِنْ السُنَّةِ ترك والجلوس مع أصحاب الأهواء To leave off debating and sitting with the people of desires. This is from Al-Imam Ahmad, mentioning that you do not go and sit with the people of innovation. You do not go and sit with the people of desires. And Ibn Battah, one of the great scholars of the past, he said, We knew people who used to curse the people of innovation, speak bad against them, criticize them. But then they went and started sitting with them and mixing with them, and they ended up with them. This is something which is witnessed, experienced in every time and in every place. Some people, they are deceived by themselves, they think of themselves too highly. And they go and they start mixing with the people of innovation, and they end up upon the way of the people of innovation, and they end up with them. So we do not debate and sit with the people of innovation. We do not debate and argue with them and fall into uh, the, the arguments, the discussions with them when they are trying to fight against you and they are trying to say, but we have proofs and you are wrong and this and that. Don't get yourselves involved in these types of debates. It is not from the way of the sunnah to do that. Only a person of knowledge may address those types of people and give them evidences and refute them. But a person generally, you do not get involved in debating and arguing with the people. They are arguing with you, why is are wrong and they're trying to prove to you. Say to them, as some of the Salaf they mentioned, I know my religion. If you do not know your religion, you want to debate somebody, go debate someone else. Find somebody else who doesn't know his religion like you. Me, I know my religion, I know Salafiyyah, I'm upon that. I don't need to debate you or try to defend against you or refute you. If you're not going to accept and you're upon the way you're upon, then good, that's, that's your affair, that's your situation. So you do not get involved with sitting with these people, debating with them, mixing with them, because that type of thing, if a person does it, you will be led astray by them. So that in brief is the advice of Imam Ahmad that we wanted to mention today. If there's any questions on that section, this is a section from the famous book, of Imam Ahmad, known as usul al sunnah the foundations of the Sunnah. It's available in English as well, translated. That is the opening chapter where he mentions the importance of sticking to the Sunnah, staying away from innovation, and staying away from the people of innovation. Not debating with them and discussing with them and sitting with them, not thinking yourself to be too high, and you go and mix with them and end up like them. That is the brief advice that we'll conclude upon. If there's any questions on that, we can take those now, insha'Allah.